Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down guys ready for some wake and bake let's get high hang out check out some news what's going on let's talk about weight from the spectrum king leds how about that guys welcome to wake and bake episode three six seven anybody want to do that in spanish trace trace something something i need to i really do need to learn another language i'd like to push my brain what's that yeah i know you Está bien, way. Well, <laughs> I know just enough, just enough French to get myself in trouble in a conversation because I took French in high school, so I can be like, it's like perfect. I'd be like, oh, je parle français, et toi? Uh, je parle français très bien, mon. All I remember you know, from French can... is how to ask to go to the bathroom. I can say very. <laughs> I can say no, I to speak very well, and you, and then I can also say my head is big, mon tete grande, because I got you know a lot of brain power up in there. All right, <laughs> holy shit! So, I've been smoking bong hits the whole time and just realized I wasn't anywhere close to the mic. <laughs> it's no all better now, now, man. All are. better now. Yeah, I'm gonna give it up a source of vapes before we get into it here, guys. Uh, the number one preferred vape pen of the Dude Grow Show. If you guys are running some shatter, I'm been reading more and more. I would like some input. Of people saying it's just fine to use rosin and vape pens. I don't know if it comes yeah, down to the coil. Totally. I'm assuming that the temperature. Um, but I guess it's when you're a rosin connoisseur, you're like, no, 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 that's going to be the wrong temp. It's got to be right here to the degree, um, which I can agree with. But yeah, I want to know more about this as I'm learning the world of concentrates. I guess I'd almost feel like rosin's just so tasty that. You wouldn't want to put it in the pen. You'd want to take like a low, nice low temp dab with it and get the full flavor of but it. But I'm thinking I got this Source Vapes floss here. I'll put it together. A Flosterdamus in front of me. And uh, man, you can control the temperature on this thing. And I find it gets, I just don't like holding that torch. You know, dude, God forbid my 12 year old walks in and sees me holding a goddamn blowtorch, man. <laughs> How the hell am I supposed to explain that, man? Um, it's very clear. Very <laughs> it's straightforward. <medicine>. <laughs> Hell yeah. When are you writing your parenting book? Because I'm buying it, dude. <laughs> the Dude's Guide to Parenting. I would buy that, and I'm not kidding. We just talked about it, yeah, the other day. I actually did, but uh, we'll, that's another another subject matter. Uh, but I want to remind people, coupon code DUDE over at Source Vapes, guys. <laughs> coupon code DUDE will give you a little discount, give the show a little love, help us uh, help us out around here, and uh, much appreciated. Uh, still, everybody's pretty much, and they got the new batteries. You said the new batteries are in. They're We're in. having back. They're working. Yeah, it's been a while. What's that? They're working. Guru's giving me that look because I just put a big gob of the uh, inside the source vapes. We decided this morning that it's probably not a good idea to smoke dabs at the beginning of the show or on the show in general. You decided that like three shows ago and now you're still doing it? Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about it this morning and I'm still doing it. But you said the word, man. You can. It's like beer. Uh-oh, now I fucked up. Now the dude's got it. I'm out of here. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I had to get that hit out. So you're talking about Ooh, some good flow. Thinking about entering some flow in the DGC Cup, man. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got. I'm gonna cover for you because this is one of my uh, favorite shoutouts. Green pad, CO2 pads, guys. I'm gonna be getting a granddaddy pad sent. I've had one once before that we ended up giving away. This is a big green pad, guys. It's uh, I think like three feet by three feet or something. That's cool and as fuck. I like the idea. I wanted to test it as big as they could. What's the biggest one we can make, man? All right. This thing's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Good. I was uh, not liking it. It's dry here in Colorado. It's hard for me to have green pads, guys. You need a little bit of, uh, I might want you up at 45, 50% humidity, which plenty of rooms do have. But you need to have that pads. anyway, man. Dude, low humidity sucks true, in a grow room, man. Well, this this uh, over there market thought of a different way where he has these pads now come with this little sponge that is in the middle of them that you can just moisten this sponge. So it's supposed to give it like extended release. I'm like, oh, really? Well, send me one. I got the dual CO2 meters. I'm going to test that out and shut off my tank for a few days and see what it's going to do for the area I have and, uh, yeah, figure it out, man. So 
much appreciated as well as of course no brainer the green pad juniors and your clone dome guys definitely helps offset stress and cloning so golly right. dual co2 meters huh co2 meter Triple, in every actually. room it's the american Two monitors dream and one controller and the net atmo so four total i have a fetish wow uh what's uh, who's executive producer today oh man come got... on give it the jr token who is just consistent i mean he is just a I don't know. I love that guy. Can't wait to hang out, Jr. And smoke some of those nugs, Jr. Uncle Jim and uh, Jay Maestro will be all coming together. I'm supposed to pick those guys up at the airport together. So I'm gonna need a can fan for the van, man. You know, <laughs> what the fuck. But anyway, I man. gotta figure out where the where the people peeps are staying, man. If some of you guys are staying down. I mean, I don't think, like, I don't know if we can really, like, book a block of rooms or some shit like that. But, and people always have different places. It'd be cool, though. I'm sure there's enough people coming out. If you guys want to try and over on Dude Grows or wherever, it'd be nice that you guys could all hang out the same spot. You know what? I'll make a, a DGC. Town. I was going to make a DGC Cup page. I wonder if I should do, do like, a, a post or something so we can all start commenting on the bottom. Yeah, and just into over it. on the forward slash DGC Cup would be the best, yep. right? You know, there's something there now, actually. I forgot. I woke up tomorrow today. So there is something there, Dude, okay? Dudegrows.com forward slash DGC Cup. You guys can get the comments and communicate over there as well as get the information. However, you will not, as I said last episode, be getting the link to buy tickets there. That has to be emailed to you. So if you are coming, email us, Cup at gmail. It's to keep the law Scott from busting the door password. down, man. It's to keep the pandas out. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, awesome. Is this uh, so? Jr. Token, executive producer, and he had some nugs or something up here, didn't he? Um, oh shit! I just closed out my link. I got my rapid, uh, rapid finger mousing going, if you will. Uh, <coughs> yeah, let's man. see here. Ear, ear. <clears throat> he did a uh, a cool grow Ooh. update, man. If you check out over on uh, dudegrows.com, there's a real nice update on his grow and. Oh, cool! Yeah, he put a, just a straight up good video here. It looks like. Right on. Absolutely. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, yeah, did you? Cool. So, DGCCup at gmail.com. I just want to shout it out one more time. We are throwing the event. It's on 415. It is going to be, can you say off the hook, man? Do the kids still say that these days? It's going to be a fucking party, man. Free weed. It's going to be the bee's knees. Oh, man. I know they don't say that, man. But anyways, you know, we're going to be smoking down. Everybody's going to be sampling. Uh, we're going to be showing off what they, what they grew. Uh, we're hoping. We're making it really simple to enter. So we just want everybody to contribute and enter. We're just going to take a, a jar, put a, a number on it, hopefully between 1 and 50, maybe between 1 and 100. And uh, you come up and you say, hey, man, I tried number one. Let me try number two. I tried number three. Let me try number four. And uh, just evaluate them. You, dude, the Lemon G last time stood out. There was a bunch of them. Honestly, that's where I f- first really got the understanding and I needed to learn more about organics. K- yeah. KDK's uh, Mira OG, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the Pound House, everything that the Pound House guy brought you know the moby dill stuff it all had that great organic flavor just that real earthy flavor a complex flavor to it and that's what got me thinking man so yeah bring it on and you smoke a lot and you'll be able to taste the difference the lemon g was outstanding meaning it stood out from the crowd um you'll there will be a couple outstanding what are the judging there. categories look smell and taste, taste. looks and smell yes right. man yes i learned it from uh from a fantasy island wine competition in 1979 look smell i'm gonna taste. bring my lemon g that i crossed with a raspberry og and you know how you do that you just get a little bit of uh essential scent raspberry and put a few drops in there oh man did you dust uh, raspberry pollen on there man That'd be cheating, guys. Don't be putting your like, you're like, damn, that really smells like what is uh, that peaches. stuff, though, man? What is the Botanicare stuff? Remember all the sweet used to come in grape and Oh, yeah, pineapple. different flavors. Sam GH did it, too. Did it GH work? GH had the pineapple. and Does that work? I don't know. I, it, I Not to make it taste like pineapple. I believe it could change. I'd be scared of that shit, some of man. The, what's that? I'd be scared of it, man. What the hell are you smoking? That's making your yeah. smoke taste pineapple-y. But yes, unnecessary as far as my nutrient lineup goes. Let's get into what's growing on a little bit, man. I was checking out uh, the, uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, JR, JR, dear God, Joe Rogan, JR, Joe Rogan, kind of can roll off. Joe Rogan shows, you know, guys, I, I enjoy that once a week or so. I'm not like cray cray on it. It would be hard to keep up with the guy. He does a lot of good podcasting. But Henry Rollins is on there, and he was mentioning 
He's like, Henry Rollins really is cool as shit, by the way, man. Yeah, this is a few weeks ago or so, and uh, he was uh, Joe Rogan was asking him about being on the road, and he's like, yeah, because he travels a lot, not just for he's not really doing. He's anything. like a lone traveler, dude, man. He's weird. yeah, he goes all over the place, and here and there he's doing different gigs or spoken word shit or whatever. He's awesome. Still has if, you ever, different... if you can ever see Henry Rollins spoken word, he just kind of hangs out and tells stories, and they're fucking awesome, man. I've seen it before; it's awesome. The, uh, but he mentioned, like, he's like, I don't really like being at home too long, but what I do miss when I'm at home are my speakers. So I'm like, oh, shit, what's he got? And he's got, so Joe Rogan was like, well, tell me about those. And he's like, yeah, they are. And this is an article I found over on Audiophile. Okay. I guess Audiophile means you're a freak about audio. I think that's what it means, man. <laughs> um, but he's got the uh, Wilson, Wilson Audio Alexandria XLF loudspeakers, man. You know what? Those things are uh, 662 pounds each, I believe. About six foot tall. <laughs> nice. And they, in 2012, this is when they came out, they are $200,000 for a pair of them new. And these are home theater-like type Holy listening speakers. Sh- you know, man, my buddy does that. Um, my buddy uh, Jeff is a shout-out to Supreme Sound in Colorado. He's like a real high-end, like, you know, he works with, like, the guys that own sports teams and stuff, putting in home theaters, and he says, man, that, like, sound systems and whatnot, speakers, it ain't nothing to drop a hundred grand on it, and not even on a big, at least these are probably big loudspeakers, you can drop a hundred grand on, like, uh, you know, five or, you know, four or five speakers in a room that's just meant to absolutely replicate just true sound. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah, quality. Yeah, I'm, I'm quality sure. freaks. That's what an audio The way they is. sound are unbelievable and you're hitting those lows without it being like really turned up and but i could not believe i was like holy shiz two hundred thousand dollars yeah come for on a pair man. of speakers give me 200 um, i'll bust you out some force 15s my buddy will make us a box and uh you know you'd be good to go loud as fuck man make your dick hurt man that kind of bass so it, it, isn't it kind of also cool in that same sense that you're like you know you're you're spending your money on what you're the most passionate about, right? It's not just like he's some, um, which I guess is fine too, rich guy that can afford to have $200,000 speakers to throw a nice party. Like he is tuned into that shit. He's totally a musician and uh, et cetera. And I think that that's former like, lead singer of Black Flag. I mean, you deserve it. Yeah, nice but the thing is he has, he, he drives like a Mazda 6, I think. You know, it's not, it's, it's like, I like to see it when sometimes people are putting, putting their money into their passions like that, if they have the, the luxury to do that. So, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, yeah. Different things are important to different people. I can't imagine that he's driving around in a fat ass $200,000 Mercedes, you know, I don't think Rollins is going to get away with Different that. strokes for different fell. I'm jealous though. I'd love to have them bitches, except I'd have the cops up here all the time. My neighbors would be getting pissed. But I bet you they'd rack the house. What you got? Man, I was uh, bullshitting with Guru this morning. We were just talking about, it's kind of a common theme, but I said something about the industry being like really fledgling and, and new. And he was like, you know, he was like, oh, really? You think that? You know, I'm not fledgling, but I can't remember what it was. But I'm saying like, it ain't anything. Describe fledgling for like, me. Where it's like, like very, it's an immature industry. Like yeah. It, it's still getting all its regulatory bodies set up and how it's going to approach just, yeah, the different we, aspects of it. I can't remember what context we were talking about it, but he was like, yeah, you really think it? You know, we're, I remember it was, somebody was talking about selling cannabis stocks short. And I was just, you know, and they were talking about how they just bet the cannabis stocks are going to lose, and that's how they've been making money lately. And I'm like, yeah, I, I guess so, because you know, it's such a, it's such an industry where it's just starting out, and the rules are, it's not even federally legal yet. You know, it's all these super, you know, innovators and the diffusion of innovation. You got innovators, you got early adopters, and then you got the, you know, the the mainstream coming, and we ain't even close to that yet, man. So I, I just found it. Kind of interesting thinking about how these the when you innovate, man, you don't really have like a manual. Like in in Florida, when I became a nurseryman, they handed me it's called a BMP manual, Best Management Practices Manual, and it was like this is how you you know treat for this in a in, in a greenhouse. This is how you re- according to who the state? Yeah, according to the state. state. Egg? Yeah, and it was good stuff. It was like, hey, we've done this a whole bunch, and this is the best best practice we found for doing this is this, you know? And it was helpful as fuck, you know? You got fusarium wilt, and you went to your BMP manual, and you go, okay, just put Cleary 6636 on it, man. All right. <laughs> Don't ask why. 
But um, it was just, you know, and I don't think we have that in our industry yet. It's still being written. You've got guys that their qualifications for doing this was that they ran a good 20 lighter in their basement. And so now they're stepping up and trying to run a 100 lighter and maybe after a little bit of experience, a 1,000 lighter. But it's just like it's not like you have like people that have been bred to do this. Because the ag people haven't completely switched over yet. Right. Yeah, when you got a guy that's like my dad grew organic tomatoes, I grow organic tomatoes under greenhouse. We've got six hundred, you know, sixty acres under greenhouse. I know a grower like that in Florida. The guy th- always thought he was cool because back when I was an underground grower, he would hand me his card and it just said grower on it. No, it's going to depend whoa. on where and how it's grown. <laughs> like you're saying, I mean, there's. I've seen. I used to say it is hard for a eight lighter guy to transfer over to manage because it, it's know, management. A lot of exactly what you just now, talked about. But, it's management. It's not. It's not all of a sudden being a great grower. You know what I mean? I know guys that are sitting around running six eight lights, doing great, man, because they're great growers, connoisseur shit. Try to manage fucking eight people and try to do that. You know, on a scale of ten times, it's hard. Different muscles. Yeah, it, it it can happen. You know, I've seen it uh, successfully with uh, Moby Dill and the crew. I mean, he's doing it. He's moving on up cra- like crazy, and that's you know goes with work ethic and Here's you know, something the, all growing. But you're not going to pull your f- organic tomato grower, greenhouse, hoop house, whatever growers over into a warehouse with 100 lights and see them potentially do awesome because that's a different animal to what they're used to, right? Well, I, so, I just want to say something about Moby Dill. Moby Dill interviewed his uh, bosses as much as his bosses were interviewing him when he was going for a grower's job. Because I think if you got, you have to find people, you know, above you as well. You know, the the, the management or the ownership has to, you know, understand what it takes to to do a good job, man. You know, you don't want to be working for someone that you're in a clash for. Like ideologically later on down the road. Yeah, either. and you know there's a lot of that going on in grow. You know, people that hey, I'll throw you three million dollars. I thought you said this was in the in the bag, man. What the fuck? Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to work for someone that was just oh, we had spider mites, floor mite, everything right before you're gonna. Yeah, this chop is it down. this is an investment. Let's think. I can either floor mite everything or eat three hundred grand. Hmm, tough decision. You know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. I think like I, I'm too repetitive with the comment that it's not tomorrow or maybe next year or three years from now, but the warehouse model is not sustainable and will not continue to be um, nearly as popular. Maybe for some of the niche extract, like you look at a plant that's been bred and it looks like you don't even see leaf. You just see like trikes, um, and that has to be grown indoors because it's for a extraction, a primo you know, connoisseur extract. But otherwise, climate-controlled greenhouses – on acres and acres and acres and acres all day long. What's it cost you, though, man? Seriously, what's it cost to run a light? A hundred bucks in electric to run a light? And think about what it costs to secure something and then to try to make a greenhouse the quality of an indoor. You know, I mean, maybe it does make sense just to pay the hundred dollars. They're already there. That's what I'm saying. The greenhouses are already there. They're just going to change crops. Yeah, but and now think about the whole. You know that you want the supplier kind of close to you. You know what I mean. I don't want to have my shit coming in from. Maybe it can't come in from out of state because of the federal laws. So if I'm growing it in, you know, wherever in Florida, you don't think that might make a difference. I don't care if it were to come in from out of state. Maybe down in Florida they can. They got they market their uh, Floridian haze. It can only be grown in the Sun Belt, just like oranges and shit. You know what I'm saying is that when you say, "Oh, it costs us a hundred dollars a light per month to run that light," you're like, "All right, you know what? Fuck it, man. We're doing way better than that with it." You know, I'm getting what two pounds per light, and I'm you know that's it's, it's the the models there where you say, and then what do I got to do? I got to secure the whole greenhouse area and all that. It might be easier just to keep it indoors. You know, keep the whole thing under one roof. Eat the hundred dollars in electricity, and have it be a you know a product that just comes out of that factory. The only factor in that is long whenever yes, as long as that price point is sustainable, what you're getting per gram to pay all your bills, people, lights, overhead, etc. I agree. When you look at the hundred dollars a light, the tipping it don't look point that will be much. when you can't compete. You know, you know your outdoor growers that are in. Like I said, these greenhouse they don't they can produce weight for far less. Right, it does depend um, as far as. Because, no, just in the business, sun, man. at it's the end the of the day, if your overhead is lower than the competition, sure. you're going to win eventually. Unless you have a unique product. you can't In a, wi- in a winery, you can have low overhead and be making gallo wine 
but it don't it don't mean that the you know Opus One still ain't going to be able to uh, command a nice price. True, but there will always be uh, like a niche connoisseur market for marijuana, Ooh. just like there's a niche connoisseur market. I guess it depends. Well, because we... like there are thousand dollar French Bordeaux, and then like you were saying, there's Gala wine, and there's a big difference. It depends the if two. if we get a Mexican reg. Like remember, I don't. You're too young to remember in the nineties. Well, no, I, we... I started off on the middies. Okay, so yeah, we had Mexican reg, and it was uh, you know seventy five, eighty bucks for an ounce. And that was everybody's staple. If you smoked weed, you, you know, whatever, that was your staple. And if you could afford it, you could have a $100 bag of, of chronic, you know. But um, it depends if that comes into the market where there's an inexpensive, you know, almost like I'm, I'm thinking like Marlboro cigarettes, you know, for smokers, you know. <laughs> Marlboro like, 420s. Yeah, you know, where there is just a $5 gram or something like that. I wonder. Be interesting. All right. Let's leave it there. Yeah, man. All right. All right. Deeply. That's it, man. Did we go off topic, man? Should we just go, man? Should we just move? No, we're all good. All right, cool. I was just keeping it, keeping it rolling a little bit. I don't even actually – I would, today didn't get anything else other than talking about Henry Rollins speakers and what I had going on. So Man, help me out I with this just... one, man. I'm fucking watching Rush Hour over the weekend with my kid or my 12-year-old daughter. And there's a KY, a KY Expressions commercial comes on, man. And Rush Hour is fucking hilarious. It's, it's two black folks ready to – you know, they're giving each other that look. You know what I'm saying? And I'm fucking like, okay, man. Um, I'm trying to like get my kids' attention away from it and stuff, and you can tell what's going on, man. And my kids just staring at the TV, so it's a little uncomfortable there. I kind of shook it off, and then uh, I went into the fridge, and the next thing I hear is uh, a commercial that's telling you to indulge in rich dark chocolate, man. I'm like, does the fucking does it ever end, man? What's going on here, man? But it was a chocolate commercial, it turned out, man. But uh, dude, hmm. trying hmm. trying to watch that shit. Trying, yeah, okay, then the naked chalupa comes on after that. The naked chicken chalupa right after that, man. I mean, come on. The what? The naked chicken chalupa. I was just confused. At What's that? that? It is a jacket of chicken, like a four ounce like shell taco shell <laughs> made out of chicken. Um, it's hard for me to even say it. Um, yeah, and then they put the whole chalupa, which I guess is like a taco thing, in there. Yeah. KFC used to make a sandwich that was two chicken breasts just with stuff <laughs> yeah, in, in the middle that. of it, too. And I asked myself, who the fuck buys that? Like, what test market did they do that in? Hey, you know, it'd be cool, man, if instead of the bun, you just had more chicken. The South. Yeah. <laughs> well, that movie is rated PG-13. That's Rush Hour with Jackie Chang. Yeah, man. It's awesome. It's got so all how the old, stunts I don't stuff. think your daughter's 13 yet, so there you go. You can't let her watch PG. They have KY sexual product On commercials PG-13 only at the PG-13 movies? level and up. Chris Tucker was funny <laughs> as a motherfucker in that movie, man. Oh, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, um, that's a good movie, but, though. But yeah, it was all sorts of interesting shit they were doing. There's all sorts of, of interesting signaling I got there, man. Just on your regular, so you're on, I mean, they do it still, too, on, uh, not as bad. Like, they do, I have to pay more attention when I'm watching Hulu and Netflix, but you're on regular TV cable at that point, yeah. I'm assuming? Yeah, regular, yeah, just regular cable. A direct TV, which is pretty fucked up. Like, I had to actually sit around figuring out how to block the fucked up channels from direct TV, because it's like, you know, really fucked up shit. You go to channels, you go past the, the pay channels, like 500 and stuff, which is where the, uh, HBO and your movie channels are, and it's just like butt slutting moms, you know. And you're like, well, they have to have you it can't even trust Cinemax. Right? No, no, Cinemax says w- block title, but you go to the other ones, it's like big boob butt sluts, and oh, it's it's really you're like fuck backdoor milfs nine. Yes, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm like, God. it's over, it's just over, you know. The fact that that shit's out there, like I went on a. Uh, Thank God you're living in an era where you can t- completely decide what you're going to put into your brain. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's true, man. It used to be uh, you had three channels that were pushed on you. You know, you turned on the TV and it was one of three couple people radio talking stations. To you. Walter Cronkite, man. Yeah. Now you're pulling that shit anyway. from, you know, and everybody's pulling from different places too. That narrow casting, like I'm talking about. Dude, it's it's pretty interesting when you talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody's on their own information island. Yeah, it's a lot of interest. Take take the challenge to find a podcast about. I don't. It's not like almost anything. I guess I could. All right, somebody try and find. Is there a podcast about growing corn? And then that rolls out of my mouth for sure. Oh, hell yeah, man, corn. Specific, man. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> right, I got to get more. I got to get more niche than that. Is there a podcast about turtle racing? Oh man, <laughs> there's a whole league for that shit, man. 
<laughs> you can bet never. <laughs> Come on, man. I know there's a podcast about growing the dank, homie. We'll see what's up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Chem Dank 91. Oh, let's see what kind of weed you're smoking, homie. What is great? Well, speaking of that, man, uh, I think Thursday or Friday we're going to get Mendo Dope on in classic fashion, man. He, he's like, oh, I forgot, man. We forgot twice, but this time we wrote it down, so. I wouldn't expect. Oh, so it's in the. I wouldn't expect anything else from Mendo Dope, man. So I have nothing but love from those guys. I know the motherfuckers are busy. It's all good. Oh, fair enough. Well, why don't you cover the grapefruit diesel yeah, here for a look moment? At this thing, man, bred by Kush Family Genetics and grown under a Budmaster LED by Chem Dank. Budmaster LED. Yeah, I don't know what that is, man. That is an awesome it's name. Cool, it that. It's like what you would expect. Like if we had Budman from The Simpsons, you know, we'd have to like, you know, you want to get sued? We got to call him Budmaster. Hey, Budmaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Pretty, I'm pulling up the Bud. The it's Bud beautiful, Master. man. It's beautiful. That's fr- some frosty shit. The LEDs absolutely grow the frost, man. So I'm pretty impressed. I'm looking forward to yes. it. I just think there's something. The more trikes, is that's what you want, man. Like we said before, too, just to remind people, like, it's not always about, like, when I said a few shows ago, the LED I didn't felt, felt grew as hard nug necessarily in this strain right. as my uh, H. But that's not a bad thing. I like the surface area with the trikes everywhere. Sometimes this shit will look less but weighs out more just because all the resin production and trikes on there. So Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Sorry, I just had my technical difficulties. I got my internet going here again. The grapefruit diesel looks ridiculous. Right? Yeah, wow, you know, I'm purple. So you could put that shit in an ornamental vase for like giving to somebody as like you know, <laughs> some flowers. There's so many awesome. people growing fire. So many DGC growing fire out there. That super impressed, man. Right on. Oh, UK. <laughs> it looks like Budmaster's a uh, a UK company. So oh yeah, cool. that sounds a lot right. Of growing in the UK, man. That's a whole nother another area i don't fully understand I'll have to get into all right so moving on absolutely moving on. hey man i'm throwing him a thousand nugs in the nug vault and uh dude i do have the three packs of recharge up in the nug vault if any of y'all want to try recharge get oh the shells a, yep the shells absolutely the shotgun shells so five gallons each guys 15 <laughs> gallons of recharge yep or just the taste you can pull a little tiny bit out and just just do a little bit how much are those if you just want to pick up some shells anyway? Like three bucks or some shit? What are they, man? Shipping? I want to say they're five bucks. Five bucks for three of them. Cool. Yeah, something like uh, that. That's a good way to try it for sure. It's the difference. Yeah. Uh, what you got, man? Hey, right. you know what? Oh, go, yeah. Go oh, ahead. I was, was going to say, there. can I even give myself some growers love? Because the no-till video is up on YouTube. and It's like giving yourself a thumbs up. I guess we <laughs> proved it. And people were uh, were already commenting and stuff. But, uh, yeah, go check out the no-till. I was just talking about that. We are just talking about LEDs. And at the end, I'm just showing the no-till bed. But I do have uh, an LED on one side and a 600-watt HPS on the other side. And it's just, it looks different. It looks a lot different. Man, I mean, yeah. I like, you know, I love Hortolux and I love Spectrum King. I love Grow Mouse, all those guys. I got to tell you that the LED side looks a lot nicer to the eye. And the plant sure as shit looks nicer, man. The plant just looks like they're standing up and praying, man. Yeah. I mean, you got some variables there. Yeah. I hear you. It does look generally better. Different cuts, different size plants. It kind of look, we're one, like, Two of the same, and that's where I was going to caution you. Like you use, and this is where you pull people out of the woodwork. You know, I know you don't care. Words like we're testing, and people are like, yeah, what? You know, because once you start saying like stuff like we're testing to see if this, you're not really, you're just hanging some shit up and giving your opinions on. Oh it. yeah, there is um, nothing scientific about what I'm doing at all. I'm just checking shit out. <laughs> there we go. Give <laughs> yeah. the disclaimer. Yeah, please it, don't. going to look for your analytical test results. No, no, no. Grow mouse. So you want to look for for that kind of stuff. Shout out to them. <laughs> no, I'm All just right. telling you so, that when I did, well, just take a look at the video. It's uh, over on on our YouTube channel. I'm sure we'll link to it right in the show notes here. But just go take a look at this video, and you tell me that you know which plant looks nicer. That's all. Which side looks better? That's all. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Hey. All right. So uh, we, come uh, on, man. Let's get, let's get into some news, and then uh, and then we'll do it, man. Just for Sparky, we'll get into yeah. Grow Talk. Give you guys an update where we're at. we got a couple news stories. Take a break. Then we got a Grow Talk and what's going on in the grows and the Spectrum King. Wait results on my two SKs hey. harvested. 
But uh, first news story here is I told you we all heard uh, the hype about well, – I can't really call it hype, yeah. I guess. But anyway, the Spicer, the spokesman for the United White House, said his bullshit, opiate comparison. Oh, my gosh. That was just a bunch of crap. We all agree of, with that. Yeah, definitely. I was just thinking about it. if I wanted to do something else <clears> – <throat> I would go say say that. I'd be like, go distract him with something spicy, will you? And he goes, all right, I'll say something weird about weed. They love when I talk about weed. And then meanwhile, they're like, you know, making a deal with North Korea or something like that. Who the hell knows? <laughs> I'm just making it up. It's the Russians. Yeah. Um, so Them too. It's... <clears throat> all right, here we go. Dear God add-ons, people. The internet has broken these days. <laughs> the internet California officials broken. in the marijuana industry... Prepare to fight a federal crackdown, and they're going to, you know, we're this is going to be a if they decide to go through a different things in raids, it's going to be right up in court. Everybody's yeah. going to be going crazy, and it's you know, uh, California officials. And I scrolled down here. Um, there's a bunch of people, uh, Republican and Democratic, that are writing in, you know, writing Trump, suggesting that you're making a mistake if this is what you plan on doing, and. Uh, uh, I'm trying to get here. We go. Great representative, mistake. representative in Congress, Republican Dana Rachabacher, Rorabacher, Rorabacher, Republican Com Costa Mesa. Shout out Costa Mesa, Steve. Uh, plans to introduce legislation that could uh, blunt Spicer's threat by preventing the Department of Justice from enforcing federal laws against the recreational use of marijuana in states that have legalized it. A spokesman. So these are people in Congress that are already getting ready um, to be like, no. I mean, look, you know, we're we're here to fight this. We're established. There's enough money to fight. There's enough people, uh, politicians, senators, congressmen, et cetera, where even if this does get to the point of their rating places and it goes into courts, which hopefully that doesn't happen at all, we're going to be ready for that shit, man. And they're not, this side, we're not going to lose, in my opinion. So I got to tell you that it spooks some real estate investors. I know a real estate investor. That's oh, like, sure, man. My penny stock's cut in half, and I'm waiting for it to double back up, man. I just <laughs> lost 10 cents on that shit. Please, somebody so. make a meme about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a good story uh, in the sense that uh, it's not like back in the day when if a threat came in, we weren't as established or didn't have yeah. as much money or power or people willing and lawyers to fight and politicians to fight straight up. Not like from the shadows. I don't so. think the idiots can win on this one. I think this has to be a distraction where they're doing something else and they just go, man, these guys are so easy to distract. You know, what works really good is the cannabis ar- argument. Let's do that. I'm telling you, there's yeah. got to be something else going on here. Well, they were just sitting there before the meeting like, hmm, board, 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 what, what board. demographic can we just piss off to? <laughs> something. I don't know what's happening, man. But, uh. Yeah, it seems seems crazy, and they haven't said anything specific either that they're coming after us. They just go, "Oh, I wouldn't be surprised." You know, be ready for somebody yeah. to, to look at that. You know, and also they said uh, a whole we've bunch seen of it before. Specific. They like to leave that, and then look, look, you'll never hear them talk about cannabis again for four years. Yeah. <laughs> just like leave it right at that. It sounds like the Jackasses. feds. Man. Sounds. What do you like got, man? What'd you find in the news? This one was just cool, man. Growing cannabis outdoors in Alaska is challenging, but not impossible. And you know who this is by? Take a look at take a look at that author, Jeff Lowenfels. That's the author of Teeming with Microbes, right there. Teeming with nutrients. Oh, really? Teeming with fungi. So fuck yeah, man. Jeff Lowenfels, glad to have you on board with cannabis and shit. Guest for the show, maybe? Could you imagine yeah, if you said awesome. Golgi apparatus on our show? Yes, I can imagine, because kind of, <laughs> we do get those. So I'd like to hear it. <laughs> it. says the plant has been hailed as the new tomato for the hobby gardens. He says lots of folks are trying to grow their own for the first time. And while it's clear to me, Alaska gardeners are no different. Yeah, this is a good yeah, one. Yeah, so what's the, I mean, the challenge is obviously the growing season out there. Yeah, he goes, um, it's not as simple as just, uh, just start them this number of days before the last frost, you know. I mean, it's a yeah. You got to get them going indoors. I'm assuming, and you got to have. I'm guessing the right strains and be very right. uh, specific. You know, because obviously you can't, as we always talk about on the show, try and pull off a haze in Alaska. Um, it's funny. I don't think Lowenfels is a super expert, but he's you know he's like at the same time some cannabis. You know, he writes for like the Alaska Daily News is what this is, or the Anchorage Daily News. So this is a newspaper column. 
add, to, add to that, some cannabis strains can be harvested in as little as two and a half months, while others can take almost five months. Wow, man, that's crazy. We're talking about auto flowers here, too, in the article where this is another potentially good application yeah. for people that, you know, doesn't care about the light cycle. Just get them going. And um, then he starts to educate people, which I like. He goes, all cannabis benefits from the addition of mycorrhizal fungi, rhizo... Fagus, Irregularis, a.k.a. Hey, Glomus you can't intra- say that anymore, man. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, Glomus Intradices, a.k.a. I see I know about the Glomus Intradices. But uh, anyway, uh, that's cool, man. I'm always, I still, it's on my list, autoflower hit sometime, uh, especially with the influence of autoflower, Steve. What up? <laughs> Dude, that um, does say rhizophagus, man. Doesn't it? That's an awesome word. Nobody said it's you can't say rhizophagus. That gets thrown in the book with fecundity. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. All right, I got something here, man. Yes, yes. All right. But uh, cool, man. Good article. <laughs> is that your coverage? Is that your coverage of that article? Are you guys hitting the damn rig again too much? Uh, no, no, no. This is cool, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm or sorry. They... We're, we're wrapping up the coverage of this article. This is Scotty Real, <laughs> and I'm out. No, good stuff, though, man. There Check this go. out over on uh, DudeGrows.com over on the show notes. But this is real good stuff from Jeff Lowenfeld talking, talking about some cannabis. All right. Before we take a break, I will tell you to check out the Dewey Misters. Hang out over. And uh, if you didn't catch Dewey Misters, you put out a video, I believe, explaining them um, with Jeff, right? Yep. Jeff of Dewey Misters? Yep. Yep. And, I'm, you know, I did uh, do a bunch of work in my grow uh, a couple days ago over the weekend. And I'm about to clone. I got to let him let him get stronger now, and then I'm going to clone with my do it. You're going to use a little bucket cloner from I'm him. I'm going to play with it. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, got to let me know. I I challenge you to, to successfully. People start taking your bets. Well, Scotty, get roots because you haven't cloned in a cloning bucket like that in a long time. Right? It's true, but I, I'm sure I can pull some tricks out and do it. What am I need? You know what I used to use, which was a good trick, was the Olivia's cloning solution. Six uh, ounces of that per gallon. Man, that stuff's got something. I think it's just like a little liquid, uh, uh, what do they call that stuff, IBA. But, man, and KLN is another one. I do know what's in that. KLN from our friends over at Dynagrow Dave. We use that to propagate some really hard-to-propagate bamboos down in Florida. It's just your rooting hormone, so it, it's right? The, it's the two rooting hormones. It's, it's the in, endobutric I, and endolacetic. Yep. The IAA oh, and the course. IBA. And, uh, it's re- of course. Yes. <laughs> but it's, he mixes it in the right ratio. He studied it back in the day and worked at it. And uh, uh, it's a little bit better of a product, man. Or, you know, I think it's a great product anyhow. I don't know if we ever get to many of our challenges we've mentioned on the podcast. But you give it a go and then give me the bucket and I'll give it a go. Oh, Ooh, man. This is the better cloner. And it's not really a head-to-head. It's more of a, like a past-the-head kind of competition. All right. It's very simple. Who's the better cloner? Master cloner. Man. Yeah. All right. It's like that. Shout huh? out, Dewey Mister. Thanks. Scotty's <laughs> going to try and run it, and hopefully he'll make you look good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think we were going to take a break, uh, but you did not recharge it up real quick. Oh, um, yeah. So, you know what? I got a t- I this question from Recharge It Up on pH runoff, which is fairly interesting. Uh, Check this one out really quick. I figured, man, we're... Just giving store shout-outs, never really was talking about recharge or microbes. <clears throat> you know I like to talk about microbes. <laughs> you know. Speaking of that, when we go to break, you've got to show that meme, man. <laughs> Somebody put, what's the guy from Ancient Aliens? The Isn't Ancient that, Aliens the, History the, Channel guy. The, he's got this crazy hair and shit, man. It's like straight up and down, and it just does look like me if I started like... I don't know, popping pills or something like that. What well, maybe would happen? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite interesting, man. But All then, right, well, yeah, what do you this got is, with the um, recharge. Uh, hello, gentlemen. Oh, right. I've been following the advice given on the show and finding it helping a lot. I started using the recharge recharge in Roots Organics. Uh, been top dressing with worm castings, fish, and kelp, and adding silica. On my last feeding day, I used my GH three part flora silica and CalMag with properly pH water. The thing is, my runoff was low at four or five. My question is, well, the microbes, do I have to worry about pH runoff being that low? What causes it? Is it the fish? Uh, do I need to correct it, or should I add more recharge? I'm using one shotgun blast per five gallons. Um, dude, you don't want your, your water being really low. 
really low is hard. It's, it's acidic water, and that is a problem, man. You don't want shit being that low, man. So you should get that. If your pH is at 4 or 5, check what's going on, what's making it that low. If you're using a lot of salt-based nutrient, it'll lower it down, especially especially if you go 15, 1,600 parts per million a GH3 part. That shit will get fairly low. Uh, in the fives, definitely. But I don't know what's bringing it to four or five. I've never had pHs down at four or five. Have you? Just out the tap? I should measure my five? runoff, man. I haven't, I haven't measured it in a while. I mean, if his input, he says he's always inputting properly pH to water, which if he's using the GH3 part and going by GH's recommendation, that's probably going to be a decent whatever pH. So let's assume he's watering in six. Um, and... Uh, it, the the unknown is what he's planted in. Is it a mix? His own mix? He says mix, ro- say roots that? organic. Oh, roots organics. Yeah. Okay. How do your plants look, dude? Like I don't. I would probably water in. It doesn't mean I'm gonna go up to eight. I don't think I'm gonna water up and say, oh, that's four or five. I'm gonna take my water up to eight. Maybe I'd bring it up to seven. I bring your water but if my up. Plants to, look. Yeah, at least seven. to neutral or something like that. You know, or you know, six. You know, high sixes or something like that. But I'd be wondering what the fuck's bringing my water down to four or five first. Looking for root yeah. aphids or something, man. You ever, you ever notice, man? Root aphids what? will uh, root aphids affect. Yeah, pH? man, they will. All of a sudden, your pH will start getting really low. You'll be like, "What the fuck is that?" And then you start looking, and you got root aphids all over the roots. It's weird, man. That's one of those things. I like. I said, I need to make a note here to do. I haven't done it in forever. Check my runoff because I'm always like, "Well, look at the look at the buds, look at the flowers. Sure. Plant looks top notch." I'm not going to do any more thing in here today, you know. But it's interesting information. Yeah, anyway, this is a, a combination of a, a recharge it up. This is an old one. We just pulled this from, this, you know, so many interesting questions about microbes. I thought we'd start talking about them on the show. All right. Yeah, Run man. off check. I just had to make my notes. Cool. <laughs> hey, you want to take a break, man? Let's laugh at some memes, get our shit together. I need to repack my bowl here, man. I'm actually doing bong hits, keeping it old school today. Yeah, hit up some grow talk when we get back. Let's do it, man. All right. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Check it all out. As I say, dudegrows.com. Get your DGC Cup tickets, DGC Cup at Gmail. Yes, man, yes. And get these memes over, man. Uh, DGC Cup memes and uh, Mountainside Glass, the two current con- ton- uh, contests that we're having. And uh, come on, win something good. Cool, cool. We'll be right back, guys. Strains from JR Token, straight up Oregon bling. Started stacking on the trichomes, gonna yield really big. But each time I try to get them scaled up right, losses don't grow more than six plants, and don't you use a real light. So to the lawman and the preachers, just about everybody else, it shouldn't be against the law to grow some weed for yourself. Maybe it's the civilized way You're free to buy your ganja But you're gonna have to pay Every visit to the store Them grams are higher priced Cause them $80 eggs, baby They just don't feel right So to the mothers and the voters Just about everybody else It shouldn't be against the law To grow some weed for yourself Right, so we're going to get into this grow talk here. Yeah, I'm just looking here, now, here. <laughs> I'm looking at Guru grunting and groaning over there. He needs a workstation. He's on a beach chair. No, it's my knee. Seriously, dude. I was just going <laughs> to say, if you guys are watching the video over on YouTube, um, like I went head over heels in powder the other day crashing on my board. Nothing bad happened. Oh, shit. But, dude, it's just sore now. Just sore mm. shit. So uh, that's why I'm stretching it on out. Anyway. So, and my tractor chair that I sit in for a studio stool, it's not too good. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is Jay Motas, Grow More Silica and New Millennium Green Sensation. Okay. This is Scotty Dude, DGC. Scotty, you mentioned in episode 364, you like the Grow More Silica. Is this the armor coat? Yes, it is. Um, yes. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all the help and knowledge. Scotty, did you see my meme? 
It's you as the aliens guy. Dude, it says micro. Come on, man. What are you reading the future, man? Jay Motas, you did that. <laughs> Props to you, man. Hey, but dude, come on. I fix pictures all the time. You couldn't use a little spray paint right there, man, to fix the fix the balding, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the receding hairline. Uh, Look a brother up, man. <laughs> you know, he says, I wanted to use Playground Green Sensation. You guys mentioned previously that when using Green Sensation, we would need to remove some other nutrients. I'm running the new Millennium Pep Pack. Shout out to Jaren for the Pep Pack. What would I remove to use the Green Sensation? Thanks, guys. The show is dank and growers love. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, Jay Motas. Um, so Green Sensation, he told me, is the uh, the Bloom Booster. And then it's whatever is in boost, whatever those oligosaccharides or whatever that are in boost. He was telling me that they it's that same type of thing as well. Um, so th- th- yeah, that's what I know about it, man. How about you? I'm kind of limited here because I had the comparison going against saying, you know, Playground and Canna are competitors, if you will, in that if you're using this in the Canna line, you can take out this, like you said. The new mill line... I'm not as familiar with other than using it to say, oh, I would. I mean, this would be a good one um, for Jared. What is the four? Uh, There's four in the new mill line? There's decisions? It's just because, yeah, the new mill line is very basic. It's got, I water in with, uh, so these are bases. The Equinox, right now I'm in Bloom. So I use Equinox. Which is a base? Four products right now. Bloom, the Equinox and the uh, the Autumn are the two bases. Okay. So that's your A and B. So then. And then, then, then there's a Fulvic and then there's uh, Phosphorus. Okay, uh, that you're blue. so the phosphorus would be probably what you'd want to. Re- you're saying the phosphorus is what? A di- that's your PK boost. No, that's okay. just like a straight. Yeah, I don't know. So then, then maybe in that case, you might be right that it would be that one that you would remove the the PK. If it if, from uh, if that's a PK boost, and you can reach out to Jaron, or I'm sure we sure he'll be you know he can comment on, on this question. But if it's a PK boost, you, you know, then the green sensation is going to be your PK boost. So you don't want to double up on a PK boost. But if it's just your steak and potatoes phosphorus, keep going with it, man. And don't forget, man. The other way to do things like this, I always mention, uh, maybe you just use. Green sensations and recharge on that day, and you don't. You always keep using your new mill line consistency, or you use it in conjunction with your new mill line at like a half rate or a quarter rate to try and make sure you're not getting any burn. Um, but when I'm using other products, like I said, I use uh, the massive right now from Green Planet. I got a bottle. I don't add that to when I'm watering with new mill. I add that when I'm watering that alone in with maybe some fish or maybe some recharge. I have a day where I'll go off the new mill schedule altogether and not use any other products because I just want to water in some other funk, you know. So that's another way you could use it. Yeah, but you eat meat every other day, right? Uh, it's tough at times, <laughs> but it's nice to, in a perfect world to eat meat every other day just to diversify your inputs, man. Yeah. Every right, other so uh, hopefully that helped you out. Absolutely. And let's go on. Some more uh, grow talk. Come on, check this one so we out, have man. Some, you want, I'll you take this one, man. This is from Dylan Stang. That's a pretty cool name, man. Uh, distance between T5 and plants. Okay. What up, DGC? I'm wondering how close my 16-bulb T5 should be to my plants. I've looked through the internet for a couple days and haven't been able to find anything specifically on a 16-bulb. My room is four foot long, six foot wide, and eight foot high. I've done the hand test, but I'm the kind of person that overthinks stuff. Thanks for all the help. I don't know. What do you think? I'm looking at those plants too. Um, yeah, it's a small plant. Yeah, they look pretty pretty good, man. I would get uh, just get that down, man. I would say. What do you think, dude? You have more experience. Those plants I mean. I'm looking at now look like they're in. I don't know, one gals or two yep. gals. They look, they look okay. Looking, they look like they could be more happy. I'm looking at the hot chick in the room. All right, that's what I do, man. And uh, they, uh, but in general, when your plants are thriving and growing well uh, you can have you want your t5s almost as close as possible man it depends mm-hmm. on what you're doing but once at they're least rooted a foot man. once they're rooted yeah 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 not not if you're cleaning anything but if, if you're t5s. a foot or closer at the closest two inches um Ooh. and then especially if you're blooming you know you want to be close to canopy and if you're going to use that to bloom in there um i don't know if you said it was just a veg light uh yeah be vigilant with your pruning Vigilant. You want like only eight inches of at the top of each stalk of any flowers or anything because you won't get any penetration with that T5. But yeah, the cool thing is you can get them that. He said he was measuring for heat and stuff. I mean, 
you can have your plant. I've almost, you know, until your leaf touches the T5 bulb, it doesn't really burn. Like it can be within a quarter inch or less, and it's still like it works. So, don't you think it might ways. be a good idea for maybe to run metal halide and then switch to HPS there, just because that's what eight hundred watts of T5 in there. You're right, man. That's not the best investment of T5. You know, best investment of eight hundred watts, I should say. Right. If you got eight hundred watts of of heat going in, you should be getting more light than what you're getting out of sixteen T5 bulbs. Eighteen eight hundred watts of energy, I should say. But what if I run our one two eight bulbs? Is that all right? That's completely different, <laughs> man. Don't make me say cut it in half and double it two 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 times in a row, man. Dude, as long as my T five eight bulbs are running, I think that's how I'm gonna roll with it. I've had the ballast repaired in one, but if I have running equipment, it's hard for me just to hang it up unless I can repurpose it. But dude, um, think about the if you can either he's got eight hundred watts in there, right? And it's what? How, how big is the room? It's a four, four by, by six. six by eight. I mean, dude, I'm going to shout out to my boy that just sent me. What is that? Sun Spectra uh, that just sent me that 630. Dude, fucking at yeah. 630 watts, you got two uh, LEC 315s in there, man. I mean, I think you're close to getting two pounds from that room uh, as opposed to what are you going to do with 800 with more? You got eight. I got 630 watts. He's running 800 watts right now. Of T five, so what's he going to get off two bolt? You know, off eight hundred watts of T five. I I don't know if he's blooming with them. I agree with you. If he's blooming with them, or we need to change it up. You need to go see our boy. See our boy. It'd be worth it for you to try one of those. What are they? Four, you know, four hundred, five hundred dollars for. The, I think it's five hundred something for the six thirty. You know, I think you'd. Depends what you're doing with it, but uh, you know, you could probably pop two pounds out of that tent, or room, whatever it is. All right, let's move on into Grow Talk to a new problem yes. from So High. So high. <laughs> What's up, guys? Everything seemed to be going smoothly until I put my babies into the flower room. Now I'm seeing issues with my plants. Shit. It's been about a week since I changed light cycle and water schedule and lights. I discovered what seems to be some kind of topical t- growth on the lower part of my plant. Okay, I also introduced BioGrow from BioBiz. Three weeks ago in very small doses, and I think I'm starting to see burn as I increase the amount to what the bottle suggests. So been using Recharge though, or throughout the grow. Love it. No problems there. In veg, I watered twice a week, Tuesday, Saturday, one gallons in each plant and five-gallon plastic pots. Now I've changed that to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, two liters in each pot. Bio-grow, um, Recharge, and Friday plans to water. So let's see here. My lights or my light I added was a Sun System LEC three fifteen. So hell yeah, you you enjoy that. Um, he said so excited. Ironic here, so excited with this light. My old light was a four bulb T five. <laughs> Come on, man, you gotta, dude. That's awesome. I've been I've I have even noticed what looks like burn from the lights. Also, lots of shit going on. Hope I gave you enough info to help out. Let's see here. It doesn't look like any pictures. Thanks, Nodnarb and Max Power and Truebush Doctor for chiming in on all of this. Love the comments you guys are doing. Yeah, well, new shit has um, come to light, man. New shit has come to light? <laughs> That's what his, his uh, profile pic is for so high. So one time when you go, he said he's a week into bloom, uh-huh. right? Okay. So. Right there, you can start to have there's a potential, you know, time for problems. I wonder. He goes. I put my babies into the flower. Now I'm seeing issues. Um, I, he got new lights too. I thought yeah. if you if you changed your lights, if I'm following this right, that can definitely do it. Like I said, I've seen it now going from my T5s to my uh, LEDs. So if, depending on what light you had before, going to the 315, that could be an issue. And the plant's undergoing some, can you, fair to say, stress, going transitioning to flower a little bit if everything's not right. I don't know if I want to call it stress or not. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm wondering why there's no picture here. I'm like, dude, I got to figure out what a top. what does it say, a topical? <laughs> it says um, I'm getting a topical growth on the lower part of my plant. I don't know what that means, but looks like he's having a hard time. That's the other Is thing. Is he trying to say it's... atypical? I don't know, but he's getting he's so high, man. If you're having problems, I see you're having problems uh, loading pictures up. Just hit up Bruce Banner. Or just just hit the contact us. We'll help you load pictures up into the site. Because let's let's figure out what's going on here. Yeah, definitely. Um, because if, and keep in mind, if it is the lower part only, if most of your plant looks fabulous and it's the lower ten percent, 
sometimes I just cut that off and don't worry about it. If like my plant's 90% stoked. Um, so, cause everything's going just about right. And that can be an older leaf too, that I've heard growers, newer growers misdiagnosed. And it's just an older leaf dying off and getting funky yep. down low or it could be, yeah, a, and don't sweat that. It could shit. also be bugs yeah. starting to eat that shit, man. So start taking a look, look real. I agree. Don't just discredit it. There are definitely lower leaves. Bugs can hang and cause some damage. Yeah, be vigilant about that stuff, man. I always, you know, just hand hanging out. It's fun to smoke a dupe and then look for shit in your garden. You know what I mean? Go take the jeweler's loop. <laughs> hell yeah, man. It's the number one duber spot. Yeah, you know, and you just sit there, you look in the soil, you pull a sacrifice a little bit of roots, you take a look at the roots, you take a look at the, you know, underside of the leaf, top side of the leaf, and just go yeah. nuts, man. Absolutely. All right, so we've got time for one or two more here. You down? Yeah, man, I'm chilling. I'm chilling, man. Mammoth microbes news. Ooh. Okay. Read the okay. Let's see here. From Nodnarb, this was just announced today from our friends at Mammoth Microbes. Mammoth N and Mammoth K. Hey, can you give me a hat, bro? <laughs> What's with the N and the K? I'm potassium, kidding. man. They're pulling I potassium know. out. NPK. Man. All right. Cool. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to have to get him on the show and talk about that. I mean, literally, are these just... This is a guy that knows how to so isolate against... microbes, man. So he's playing. What did he start with? The phosphorus one, because that has the most commercial potential, probably. You know, and, and now that you know, the cannabis community has accepted him, he's going back and isolating nitrogen-solubilizing microbes, phosphorus-solubilizing microbes, and the idea being the more of this stuff you use, the less base nutrient you use. Remember he was saying 7 out of 10 units of nitrogen are locked, or I'm, I'm sorry, of phosphorus are immobile and locked up and not used. It's super inefficient the way it's used. If you could just increase the efficiency of it, you're fucking spending a lot less money and wasting a lot less, you know, a lot less going into the water yeah. shit, man. It's a big deal. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to get Colin on to schedule talking about uh, those. And that's interesting. Instead of a three-part nutrient, they got a three-part micro. You're still going to need nutrient. <laughs> but, it's just going to you're going to get more, oh, more efficiency, sure. more bang for the buck out of your nutrient, man, which is really cool because right now it's really inefficient. That's why they're saying you got to leach, you know, salt-based nutrients. You got to leach it out all the time and always over water, you know, to wash the salts out, all that stuff. It'd be nice if the micros were eating the salts, man, or unlocking the salts to making them into usable plant nutrition. I agree. We got to hit this one more real quick because I like the name and the question. Yeah, man. this is from the successful pothead. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> Watering before harvest says, "Dude, Scotty Guru in the DGC, first time medical grower from the newly legal state of Maine. I ordered some feminine white widow seeds from I Love Growing Marijuana dot com. Uh, use the entire Canatera line and recharge in an ocean forest happy frog soil perlite mix." I'm about a week away from harvest and have been flushing with pH-adjusted water. Everything is looking amazing, thanks to the crew. Thank you for listening yeah. in. Um, but I was wondering, is there any point you stop watering before harvest or water is needed right up to the day? Thanks again. Love the new format. Hell yeah, man. Glad you're enjoying it. And, um, yeah, I, it depends a little bit. I like to let them dry out if I can. Uh, the last, like it just real dry, like I'll harvest when I think it's going to wilt. Cause then, um, I feel extra resin is put on at the very end of the flowering cycle. When you push it into like a drought or dry, like plant does, I'm talking like your last watering, like you skip your last watering. I'm not saying do this a bunch. Um, but that, I was just going to say a plant does make resin because it's going to die. It's trying to attract some pollen before it dies so it can make a seed. So, you know, I see what you're saying. You're trying to really frustrate the plant. But yeah, that and but I've also mentioned on the show, if you're in a super dry, depending on the time of the year and where you live, maybe you should consider if your stuff's drying too quick that you do. Yeah, harvest for me, you just I water up till the day I harvest. And then when I cut it, I know I got a super hydrated plant that's going to because I'm trying to trick it into taking a long ass time to fucking dry. And you don't want any of yeah, those. So that's a factor there. The cells of a wilted plant, you want them to be turgid and full of water, too. Dude, you ever fucking smoke unturgid cells, man? Fucking <laughs> disgusting. Yes. The turgidity. But, uh, oh, the turgidity. If you don't have any issue with your stuff drying too quick, then, uh, yeah, man, try and take a, a dry a dry harvest there when you think, uh, and you'll it will dry a little quick. 
quicker than you're used to, though, depending on how you harvest. Sure, sure. So just keep that in mind. I don't know. Yeah. But, like I said, I don't have a choice when I do the hempy buckets. You know, I, I guess I could. I could just eliminate the water out of the bottom, but I don't. And, yeah, man, it, it takes a nice long time for them to dry. It's nice. Right on. Well, let's get ready to put it in the bag, man. Yeah. Um, oh, no, we what can't. Got? I got to oh, tell yeah, you real quick, yeah. dude. No, we, we got business. Yeah, what got going on in the grow today? What I had going on to grow the other day as I finally got around to doing the the proper storage and trim in your your stash bags you got over there in the vault. Oh, that's good stuff, um, man. The pounder, baby. The gold foil bags. Eh, it depends on how nuggish it is. I usually can't fit a pound in one of those bags. But I could fit in from the Spectrum King Garden guys where I had three flows and one lemon G, four plants and 15 gallons. I got 3.3 pounds. Off of the two SK six hundreds, which I'm stoked now, on. Twelve hundred watts, three point three pounds. Three point three pounds um, of twelve hundred watts. Yeah. All right. That's I'm gonna do the math really quick, man. But I believe that's right around one and a quarter, somewhere around one and a quarter grams per watt. One point two four. There you go. Uh, that's guesstimating, right there. That's what they call that. Well, and every bit of it is just uh, fabulous. You know, I trimmed a ton like i trimmed up pretty high i didn't want i didn't treat this obviously like oh i'm gonna try and grow just as much weight as possible i treat it as i treat my garden which is okay i don't want any of this fluff down here i don't want to have to do too much trimming uh and then also i don't hit my garden hard like i don't try and get the perfect burn and like you know go go with any boosters or whatever but granted um yeah man i think that that is uh winning winning combination there i mean i don't think i've ever gotten what are the best i no. i mean i've come I, that's about the best i've done um probably under hid lighting uh when i'm talking about a thousand waters um i think like 1. 1.5 1. 1.75 uh per thousand watt is what i was the best i was pulling and some people just always have that storm do my bro 3.3 pounds per light all day every day ah, right that's funny. and it's like great good Good for him. Thank you for sharing. All right. We're all going to Ibiza That's the in the report. morning, man. Pictures are didn't happen. Check, <laughs> check them out. Uh, Mike, yeah, and one of those one right? of those flows <laughs> one of those flows was a runt too, and that was a factor as well. I mean, I could have, and everybody will say it in hindsight. I could have done a little better, but um, that was what happened without even trying hard. I would have said so you did. Great, I'm stoked man. on it. I'm not one of those. You could have done a little better, guys. I think you did great, dude. Well, yeah, we're going to see how that shit presses. We'll have some of that at the DGC yeah. Cup, guys, pushing out that uh, juicy, juicy, I was going to say butane, but it's rosin. <laughs> pushing out that butane. Um, but, yeah, dabbing it up. So. Absolutely. All right, man, that's all I had. We should get ready to uh, to put it in a bag. Sounds no? good, man. Sounds you got good. anything else? No, I didn't do too much exciting, man. I got my shit, to, I, you know, I trimmed and thinned everything out this week and last weekend. So I just kind of just got to wait for everything to grow back before I can do anything. Take some cuts. Did you locate flip. your worms? Are they alive? <laughs> the worms are alive in the synthetic, in the, uh, in the one where I started with can of nutrients, and now I'm on RX Green Solutions. Yeah, there's definitely worms in those bins. I got to find the worms in the, uh, in the no-till. I really haven't seen too many, which is kind of a little opposite, man. I'm a little confused about that. So maybe yeah. I'll have to smoke a joint and go on a worm hunt, man. I mean, it's kind of hard to, to try too hard to find them, right? You're just going to end up disturbing your rhizosphere, bro. Yeah, man, I can look. The last time I was just kind of sitting there staring, and shit started moving. Like uh, what's it called Minnesota Nice says your soil should be moving. Well, fucking soil started moving, man. It's pretty interesting, man. An earthworm <laughs> poked his head up. Like, yo, what, what's up? What's up, man? Pretty cool stuff. All right. Well, now we'll put it in the bag. Be back tomorrow, manana, and have a good morning, <laughs> evening, afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this, hope you're enjoying Dude Grow Show. Tell your fellow growers, guys, spread the word. Hope to see you out at the cup, April 15th. Absolutely. Come on, man. Shout out with me, man. Come on. How about the meme makers? Come on, Jay Motaz, which got blue. Who you got, man? The ganja guy. The ganja it's guy. Ganja the ganja guy. Ganja guy. Yeah. Corn dog. <laughs> Corn dog. Come on, man. What about the Dre Thorn, Mr. Moho Resin, Joan, Katie K. Katie K was up in the memes. Nando. Nando. And you got that Br- Mr. Brainy himself, man. 808 Lathe Dog. Of the gym. Of the 
Jim. Kush Creature. Kush Creature. Grow a mo. Come on, don't forget about Grow a mo, homie. <laughs> Respect forget Grow a mo. All right, homie. Have a good day. Take her easy. He's out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's is to take a little break. That means we lighten up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah. Get weed. I ain't done nothing wrong.